Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Okay, welcome to Political Coffee. It's great to have you with us today. This is not a live program, so please don't call in, but this is a very special program, and I'm your host, of course, former state representative Jeff Krupp, fifth-generation Oregon farmer. Uh, we have a very special guest joining us today, all hour long, and I want you to be sure to listen and to make notes. And, of course, the website that I'm going to direct you to will be on the show plan on the KSLM podcast page. So just go to kslm.news, click on local podcast, click on political coffee, and then find today's show. And you'll be able to access the same websites that we're going to be talking about today. As you know, friends, the election didn't quite turn out the way that many of us thought it would. We really thought this was going to be a big Republican wave. Well, it wasn't. It was more like a Republican ripple or a whimper, however you want to call it. But here's the point. It was a red election in many ways. And it's a good thing because even in so-called blue Oregon, we had some very important successes. And not only just electoral successes, but successes within the Republican Party. Now, this show is not dedicated to the Republican Party, as you guys know. I get criticized within the Republican Party often because I expose what I think is wrong-headed leadership, and I'm not afraid to talk about it. And it makes me persona non grata, shall we say, amongst some circles of Republicans. That's fine, because I believe in America. I'm a Christian first. I'm a conservative second. I'm a Republican third, friends. And today's show is centered on how there are good things that came out of this particular election and how all of this is tied together in we the people taking back America. Taking it back from whom? Well, taking it back from globalists, taking it back from people who even in our own party who have strayed from the vision of our founding fathers and the founding fathers' principles as elicited in our constitution. We are constitutional Republican folks, republic. And I gotta tell you, that what's happening across the country with the America First movement, and by the way, this is beyond Donald Trump, folks. This is a movement that's going to extend long after Donald Trump's left the political scene. This is America First. These are the principles of our founders, and they are timeless principles of liberty. So today we're going to talk about a number of things, but I want you to stay tuned because you're going to hear how you can Work with other people at the local level. Take back America and take back Oregon. One county, one city, one school board at a time. It's not complicated. But you need to know that it is being done. And we had successes on election night. So having set all of that up, joining me right now is Don Powers. He's an entrepreneur. He's a conservative political activist from the Clackamas County area. He's also a guy with a long history in data and data um, compression. And I'll let him describe all of that for me. And he is uniquely qualified to understand the threats to our republic. And they come in many forms. 
especially in a Republican Party that's been compromised by the globalists and the get along to get a to go along to get along crowd. He's been willing to stand up and change things at the Clackamas County Republican Party level. Please welcome Don Powers. Don, great to have you with us today. Well, thank you, Jeff. I greatly appreciate the opportunity to speak with you and uh, your audience. Sometimes I feel I'm you know, speaking in an echo chamber, and it's nice to feel like we're expanding out a little bit. So I really appreciate you and your program, and especially appreciate the, uh, the opening that you did because you really touched on uh, – the fact, you know, there are some people that are disappointed, you know, that everything didn't go our way. But, you, you know, the, the other side of this has been planning to take our country down for, for decades, right? So we can't realistically expect to get everything we want in one cycle. But That's we right. got quite a bit. You know, we got well, we, quite a we bit. Did. We, we did. We celebrate those. Yes. And, no. and, and, I, and I think, Don, that so many people have focused on the fact that we didn't have that big red wave. It was still a red ripple, if you will. There were successes, and the success that you have been part of achieving in Clackamas County in the Republican Party is a powerful piece of that. It's also something that I think is going to pay dividends as we go along. Why don't you share with people who you are and why you got involved in this, this whole political world? Yeah, so um, many years ago, I developed an expertise in uh, image compression, data compression algorithms, uh, primarily related to uh, digital video imaging and digital still imaging. And I was speaking around the country as a result of that uh, reputation that was building uh, at a lot of national conventions and so forth and international conventions for that matter companies who did digital compression and image compression uh, it would have me speak at the convention for them and i'd be their key speaker and so forth and one day um i had a group with a bunch of uh bunch of medals on their breast come up to me and ask me to see if i could help them with a compression issue that they were having and in that discussion i simply said to them are you uh talking about wavelets and they kind of got a little nervous and looked at me and said, well, what do you know about, you know, wavelets? Uh, now, this is 20-something years ago, so to people listening they might who now know all about wavelets, at the time it was not so well known and there's a lot of issues with it. Uh, and one of the challenges is, you know, in digital vid- uh, video or digital image compression is uh, not only the compression and making the, the image on the other side look, you know, uh, keep as much clarity, if you will, as possible. To give some people an idea, for example, JPEG, uh, everybody's familiar with the JPEG image, I yeah, think, right. probably, with, right. you know, with the web, right? It's a type of digital compression. You take a picture, and it's very high resolution, you know, with your camera, whether it's your phone or whether it's your, you know, your, your still camera. It's a very high, uh, very large data file. And so in order to push it around the internet and push it to your friends and, and your family and put it up on social media, it gets compressed. But you got to make sure that when it gets to the other side that it's got the quality that the person on the other side can, can utilize, right, that it looks nice. Right. So all kinds of different compressions are used to do that. JPEG is one of them, TIFF and so on. These are all compression algorithms. But when it comes to really, really big files, like large satellite images, let's say, um, those are massive files, and they're of super high uh, resolution. So, and if you need to push those across not only a country but across a continent, um, not only is the compression important, 
but the mechanism and the technology needed to be able to push it to the other side quickly becomes very important. And then the ability on the other end to open that file, see that file, and view it in a timely manner. So that whole process is very, very complicated. Now, in today's world, it's it's still an issue, but it's certainly, um, you know, 20-something years ago, it was a much greater challenge. So you helped develop so, that process, and, and that opened doors for you to meet people in government and meet people in politics? Yeah, essentially, you know, that that team asked me to come, and uh, later on, many years later, uh, you know, when I was just living a, a different life, I was asked uh, by a group that came to me and asked me to go to Florida to look at some de- some data issues that they were having. And the, the issue was that all of this data was being sent up to satellites, sent on to different nodes around the country uh, and around the world. And they were looking for a very specific data, um, had to do with uh, election data. And the idea was that there's so much data going up that these streams, the data being sent to the satellites contained, you know, maybe the, that whole chunk of data going at that period of time could be a, a fan club or somebody's um, – you know, somebody's chat or, you know, any kind of uh, social media stuff going on or, or broadcast or any, all kinds of stuff that's right, going at the same right. time. So you can't, you can't just capture all that and then have people sit down and pick through all of these things to find out which one is, is the data that you're looking for. So what we tried to do was identify the algorithm back to the algorithms here that was being utilized. So if we could identify the algorithm and create something that could capture the algorithm, then we could pull just those streams down and then, of course, once we got them down, we had to figure out what algorithm was being used and whether we could create an algorithm that would allow us to kind of automatically uh, decipher that information um, and see, you know, what the contents were and then, you know, act according to whatever we found out. But that wasn't my part of it. My part was just simply to see if I could help um, with that side of it, with the uh, algorithm and identifying it, bringing it down and uh, transferring or translating it on the other end. And then after that, I was amazed what I saw. I frankly was appalled by what I saw and shocked. And somewhat couldn't believe, you know, some of the stuff that I was seeing. And, and I went home and I just went about my life. I thought, boy, there's a lot of powerful people, very smart people. They know what to do with all of this. I'm not sure I even understand. I'm going to go home and, you know, raise my family and, you know, be with my kids and so forth. Like many of us do. Yep, and right. I went about my you know, went about my everyday life. And then uh, some of those same people contacted me when stuff was going on with the 2020 election and said, hey, you know, you you should come out to the cyber symposium that's happening. Uh, You know, be good to see you. And a lot of interesting information going on. And maybe, uh, you know, you can be of of some help. So uh, I wasn't going to go because I just never had been particularly politically involved and while the technology side of it yeah you know the technology side of it though appeals to me right it's like it's fascinating um and i'm more concerned at that point i started thinking this is my country you know i'm i'm not necessarily uh republican or democrat and so forth because to me these things are are not a red or a blue issue you know this is an american integrity issue if you start talking about elections for example and so whether it's uh, whether it's an election specifically or interference with elections or or some of the things like we see coming out now with Twitter, um, 
when the government is specifically acting in a way that is contrary to the interests of the American people, there's an obligation, and I believe it's written into the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, that we have an obligation to do something about that. And when I got involved, when I went to this cyber symposium, I really didn't have even those things in mind. Um, but while I was there, it became evident to me that that's exactly what was going on. And I came home and still didn't know what I was going to do with everything that I'd learned. And people here in Oregon who I'd spoken with about some of these things recognized that I had been there, started right. asking me questions, right. asking me if I could come talk to the group about what I'd seen. And it started to get me more and more involved from say the political side of things, because frankly, I saw a pretty clear division in what side of the aisle was involved in what activities. And it got me a little frustrated. And that's when I started thinking to myself, okay, there's something big here. There's something going on. And we have to identify who's with us and who's against us. And that people don't fully realize is, again, not entirely a, a red or blue issue, right? Because I believe right. there's a right. uniparty out there. There's just as many Republicans who are complicit in what's happening as there are Democrats. So what I began trying uh, to do was bring a little bit of information that I had and knowledge that I had, see if I couldn't help some of these local groups that wanted information um, and see if I can help them kind of navigate the waters of of all this. And it really started with the 2020 election information. Okay, let, let, let's let, let's take a break right there uh, because we're, we're going to come up on a break here. And let's hold that thought when we come back from break. We'll hear more about how Don Powers, whose journey is not maybe dissimilar as some of yours in terms of coming in and getting politically involved, how he then got active. We want to thank uh, Power Honda for being our sponsor of this segment. Go to MyPowerHonda.com to find great, good, and new used vehicles. MyPowerHonda.com. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Okay, friends, we are back. Great to have you with us. We're talking about Don Powers. He's an entrepreneur and a data guy and an activist in the not only the voter transparency integrity movement but also in the the constitutional movement of understanding how sovereign america is and how different it is as a constitutional republic and how the the fight for keeping it a constitutional republic is never ending and that how sadly 
he got involved with the Republican Party and found out that the Republican Party in some forms with some people, some of its leadership, not all, but some has been compromised by people who don't believe in America first. He's part of a group called Take Back America CC, which stands for Clackamas County, where he lives. TakeBackAmericaCC.org is his website. And I want you to go there. Okay, It's Take Back America, all one word, TakeBackAmericaCC.org. Don, you're back with us, and, and you were describing before we went to break how some people locally asked you to come and be involved because of your involvement in data and so on and so forth. And you became frustrated because you saw that there were people in the Republican Party that were compromised and really didn't believe in America first. Now, take it from there. You know, that's that, that's a great uh, segue into it, because that's, a, you know, that is exactly the way it went. So I would have these meetings and I got asked to come really started when I got asked to come to uh, Clackamas County Republican Party's election integrity group. And I thought, well, that's that's great. My local county has a group that is concerned about, you know, the 2020 election and and the general integrity of our elections. Right. Not necessarily whether Trump won or not. Right. It's about right. the integrity of our elections. Right. And I found that you know compelling. I went to that meeting and then they asked me to come to a meeting at the Clackamas County Republican Party office. And that's where I learned that there was zero interest from the Clackamas County Republican Party, at the very least, uh, the leadership there, in having any discussion about corrupt elections or problems with our elections, they just, we're not gonna go there, were some of the words that I heard, um, we're not interested, and the idea was, we just need to get more uh, more NAVs to vote, vote Republican, we just need to get more Republicans, that's it. But that's not election integrity. So I was pretty frustrated by that tried to explain a few things to that uh, leadership group, but they really had zero interest in, and shut those efforts down. And so I thought there was not much sense in my being involved with a Clackamas County election, you know, Republican Party election integrity committee, because that's not what they're focused on. And there was a small group within that group that felt the same way. We had a separate meeting or two and decided that we wanted to see a lot of change. We wanted, um, we wanted to see a lot of change within our county. We wanted to see, obviously, a lot of change within our country. And we came up with, you know, the conclusion that really the only way this is going to happen is one county at a time. We have to do this locally. We have to take back our county. We can't do anything about the Federal Reserve raising interest rates or what's happening in, in even um, in Washington. Uh, we can't really do much about a lot of these things that are happening on the global and national level, but what we can affect aggressively is what's happening right here in our county. And if we make a change within our county, whether it's the Republican Party changing or whether it's just changes in general and the general mentality and getting involved in our community, whether it's sheriffs, whether it's school boards, et cetera, that's where we can affect serious change. And if we do that, that might have a ripple effect across the state. Yes, right. Um, and we feel like that's kind of what happened. So we created the, so the group decided to actually, you know, become an activist group, if you will. Um, it was primarily Republicans. Not everybody in the group is Republican, but most certainly mostly Republicans. But more importantly to me, they're America first constitutional conservatives. Right? Yes. We believe in the yes. U.S. Constitution. Right. We believe our party should, uh, our country 
our party should be striving for that. We can have differences in opinion on how those things are executed. But at the end of the day, the U.S. Constitution and the state constitution have to be absolutely upheld. And it is not something that is debatable. You know, our First Amendment, our Second Amendment, our Fourth Amendment, these things are not really up for debate. And we didn't find that um, these principles were being uh, targeted. I mean, like specifically recognized by the Republican Party and in general in our county. Right. We've all seen the CRT stuff, the sure, BLM sure. issues, right. um, all of these types of things going on in our schools and in our communities and our libraries and and uh, this kind of woke culture that's uh, tearing apart the Judeo-Christian foundation of, of our country. That's right. And so, uh, you know, we were upset by that. So we wanted to help the Republican Party of Clackamas County enact some of that, right, to, to, to bring some of that to, to bear. But there was no interest. We found there was just no interest in that at all. It was kind of this um, group that just kind of been around for a long time, old guard as as some people call it, and they were going to go about things the way they've always done it. And we tried to introduce candidates, no interest. They were going to pick their people. They didn't want to hear from the, the, the PCPs. And we started to realize that if we want to see some serious change within the Clackamas County Republican Party to really, you know, begin at that level of affecting our county, we're going to have to we're going to have to get leadership that feels the same way, leadership that has these America First values as a principle behind everything that it does, and doesn't just sit passively by, but actually gets active within the community right, right, to bring exactly. those values, right? And we didn't feel that they were doing that. So we decided that the only way we're going to be able to get that done is to get more PCPs into Clackamas County. So Clackamas County went from about 210, I don't know the exact numbers, but about 210, I think, when when things started about a year and a half ago. We aggressively went out. Um, we held events. We brought in national speakers, uh, Trevor Loudon, for example, who is, I think you've, you've uh, interviewed yes, Trevor, Trevor I think, a couple friend. of times. Yep. He's fantastic. We brought in um, Dia folks like uh, Dr. Douglas Frank. We brought in Seth Keschel a couple of times. Uh, we brought in uh, Christy Hutcherson, John Guandolo uh, with Understanding the Threat, and a few others along the way to bring awareness, to educate people, to show them what's going on. And a little bit expanding outside, uh, to say, this is happening at a national level. These are things that are happening you know, on a global and or a national level. But we can affect understanding that helps us affect and and target what we need to take care of in our own county. Right. Absolutely. Here and and that's a great that, that. that's a great place to take a quick break here. Uh, we'll come back at the bottom of the hour with more of them. Don Powers about how they affected change within the Clackamas County Republican Party. I want to thank Righteous Renovations, Eric Azer, RighteousRenovations.com for being our sponsor uh, for this segment. We'll be right back.
Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Okay, friends, we are back. Please don't call in. This is a pre-recorded show. It is not live, but this is an important show, especially for those of you who work within the Republican Party. Uh, Don Powers is our guest. He's an entrepreneur. He's an activist. He's a data guy, and he is lives in Clackamas County. And he was part of a group called Take Back America CC. That's their website, TakeBackAmericaCC.org that organized as mostly Republicans, not all, but organized to take a stand within the Republican Party of Clackamas County locally for America first principles, for the Constitution, for so many things that we know are happening in our society, in our world today, where the globalists and the leftists and the socialists are pushing their radical agendas at every level in our lives, including our churches, unfortunately. So he got together with his group, Take Back America, and they held these events and they brought in these national speakers to bring attention to these issues. Now, out of that came some great things. In a moment, we're gonna, he's gonna tell you more about how they literally then used those events to springboard into getting more PCPs to, who believed and caught that vision of America first, of the Constitutional Republic first and foremost. But before we do that, gotta remind you, Freedom Heating and Air is that great company that believes in freedom and they have stood firm with us as a radio station in the dark times when we were targeted by the left, when we didn't back down from freedom. They've been one of the great sponsors of this radio show and we're greatly appreciative. If your heating and cooling system, especially right now during the winter and these cold temperatures is not working right, give them a call. 503-580-1456. 580-1456 is their number. Freedomheatingandair.net is their website. Freedom Heating and Air. Dot net. Now, Don, so let, let's pick up there where you were holding these events and, and you brought awareness and you got more people interested in cons- constitutional republic issues and to being PCPs. Then what happened? So what happened from there is we grew the, uh, the PCPs to be uh, over 400. So Clackamas County, for the first time, uh, had more Republican PCPs than there were Democrat um, PCPs, which was a big deal. And if you're going to develop change, you need to do it at that grassroots level. And now we've got 400 and something soldiers uh, ready to go out into, you know, and carry on the message. And that's the, the purpose of doing that was get people that were you know like-minded that believe that we needed to identify that kind of like i said before this friend and foe and then you know once we determine a lot of people think that it's necessarily um that somebody's doing the bidding of the enemy let's say right but but what we dealt with was just people that weren't actively uh weren't actively engaging in the effort to take back America, to bring us back to our, right. our constitutional conservatives. Right. And once we identified that, we need to be able to uh, to address it, right? And whether that meant helping them, uh, 
which was the first, you know, uh, intent. Like, let's get a lot of people who are a force to be reckoned with. Come to that, come to that leadership group and say, look, we're here to help. We're here to make some change. Here's some things we'd love to do. Here's some things that we believe. And we found that, you know, that wasn't necessarily the direction that the leadership wanted to go. And since, uh, and since, uh, you know, our leadership is supposed to be of the people and by the people and for the people. Um, we decided that, you know, a, a change needed to be made because we didn't feel that we were any longer being represented, um, in the same, you know, with the same values and objectives. So you had a lot uh, so, of new pre- precinct people who believed the way you did. And then you had an organizing meeting and you were able to take over the entire Clackamas County Republican party. Is that right? Uh, that is correct. And it was, it was overwhelming. The, 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 the election was somewhere around 160 PCP votes for our America first take back America team, uh, kind of slate that we put forward and somewhere 55 to 60 for the existing, um, uh, the existing, um, executive committee right so it was a it was pretty resounding it was uh, and they were not uh, too happy about it and the frustrating thing to me which was telling actually of what we pretty much knew anyway was the way they reacted afterwards very rude very upset i can understand being upset look nobody likes to lose but we've been losing in this state for 40 years and i'm tired of that yep so that's right what, so comes, we. To, what comes to mind some, yeah right and so what comes to mind sometimes to me is lee iacocca's old saying it's lead follow or get out of the way yeah, so we asked right. you know we told them where we wanted to go they didn't want to lead us there we said look we can do these things follow us come with us they didn't want to do that so we moved them out of the way all right so the fruit of that then became that you guys as clackamas county as a party got very active in the elections at all levels and you elected a lot of republicans including a congresswoman uh, yeah. Lori chavez Dereemer, who is now took the place of democrat kurt schrader and we almost got elected mike erickson that was very very close but also the clackamas county commission now and school board positions and other other things and that's directly attributable to you guys taking over the clackamas county republican party and focusing their efforts at helping candidates getting elected and that's one aspect of what we are focused on right and that's it's a very important one because not just candidates being elected but it's but it's the right candidates, right? And a candidate just for the right. sake of it, if, if if so we acquiesce to the lesser of two evils, we still have evil. Right. Right? That's right. So that's can be the more dangerous of the two animals, right? One is the one that's going to stab you from the front and the other one is kind of the one that the more dangerous one is the one that's gonna stab you in the back. Right. So, so, so let's, let's talk about that for a moment because you guys have taken over the Clackamas County Republican Party. So how, believe me, some of these people that have been there a long time are not taking that lightly and they're not taking it lying down. Are they trying to undermine you and stab you in the back in your leadership? Well, we don't know that for a fact yet, but I have seen a communication that went through one of the um, group uh, that, that you know that was moved aside uh, from the leadership team and saying that uh, my team is not going to 
uh, is not going to engage. We're just going to sit back for the next two years and uh, wait for them to fail. And then we'll come in and save the day, basically. All right. So so uh, so, so therein lies. Right. That is frustrating. But because it, it's too bad that they cannot focus on winning for our shared principles. No, they're focusing on being the people in charge because they think that you're going to fail. What they don't understand is you were just eminently successful because you've tapped into something that everybody gets, that America still is a great country and that we are letting it slip through our fingers and we're not going to take that anymore because it's a government, as you said, of the people, by the people, and for the people. They don't get that. So it seems to me, Don, that if you're if you continue down that road of focusing on that, you're gonna bring bring in other people other than just Republicans who are gonna vote for conservative America first candidates at all levels. That means you're gonna be successful. And these people, do you think sooner or later when they see your continued success, do you think they'll join you? I don't think that these particular people have the capacity for that. We even had several house captains identify I mean, uh, or uh, reach out immediately after uh, we took back we, or we took over the Clackamas County Republican Party. And they said, we can't work with this group. Uh, we're stepping down as house captains. And I thought, Let's, what kind of mentality is that? It's kind of like what you just said, you know, uh, where they're more concerned about their social group their it's like a way of life for them it's like the old country club kind of mentality where right. you know they're just there for the social events and they enjoy having the meetings and, and having the power and just doing things it's kind of you know what we do it's like no 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 right now we don't need this passive mentality we need people that that fully grasp and understand that there is a global movement to take this country down and until we recognize that threat and as uh, john uh, guandola would say until we understand the threat that is that is in front of us we can't fully attack it with the right strategies and understanding and once we know that we get involved in our local communities and we come after them directly and that's part of what the understanding the threat um a program that we're bringing uh, here to Oregon in, in January is about. It's 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 to to kind of help people learn and discover that the the, the primary adversaries um, in America and the adversaries that we face, and to help us get back to the founding principles to which our forefathers or forefathers, excuse me, founded this country upon. Right. So that and, that's and a great segue. That, that is a great segue uh, for us into the next segment where we're going to talk about how everything that Don has been a part of here translates into something more than just our local communities. We're going to take back America one community at a time, but it relates to all of America. And that includes things like understanding the threats that are happening on our southern border that do impact us right here in Oregon. I want to thank Rebecca Donaldson for being one of our sponsors of this segment, 503-269-0747. She's a great real estate broker, award-winning, 269-0747. Back in a moment.
Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We're back with Don Powers. This is our last segment for today. Uh, by the way, want to remind you, this is a recorded show, so please don't call in. So, Don, as we left off, uh, we, we're talking about understanding the threat. The threat to liberty comes in many forms, and it's not just people within our own Republican Party that are compromised, that don't really believe in America first principles, that don't really believe that this is a constitutional republic. They just go along to get along. That's one threat. But what about some of these other threats? And you've been active in this this group by John Guandolo. And, and, and why don't you talk about who he is? And folks, you can uh, there's there's a great event you can be a part of that's coming to Oregon in January. And if you want to learn about it, you can go to understandingthethreat.com. Understandingthethreat.com. Don, why don't why don't you talk about how this is important and how your involvement at the local level can be a part of a national solution? Well, thank you for the opportunity to talk about that. I, I find it a critically important distinction for 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 everyone to understand. Um, this is where my tone personally gets a little a little uh, more somber, a little more intense because uh, when I get into the depth of some of the things that I've uh, been, uh, I want to say privileged to to know or get to understand, but then again, I, I'm not even sure how to phrase it. Right? It's just the things that I've right. learned through the relationships that I have make me. Uh, make me see things in a lot different, deeper, um, level. And it's not, it's not, uh, it's not so much that what we're doing at this local level is, is it's not just, Oh, right here, we've got some people that, you know, we really don't like the way they think. So we need to remove them. No, we have to really understand this threat that we're up against. And, and, uh, John, uh, and his organization, understanding the threat, uh, really, uh, really helps focus in on on what that threat is at a very deep level helps you uh helps us organize that community into like operational forces um so we can identify the roots of that corruption right, right? And, and and folks just just to let you know who john guandalo is and by the way this event is supported by general michael flint so you need to to know that to begin with but john guandalo was a marine Special Forces Marine Recon. He was an FBI special agent, and he's a recognized national security expert. He's going to be one of the instructors at this event that's coming to Oregon. Uh, it, it's going to be a, a multi-evening event, we, we think. I know, Don, you're still working out those, those details. But the, un, the whole point of this, folks, you can come and get a higher level of understanding and training and understanding the threat vanquishing our liberty liberty enemies and restoring the republic now you've been through this haven't you don i have and there's there's actually several modules if you will for lack of a better term uh in it and and the first one that we're bringing here is called into action and like you said normally it's a two-day eight-hour uh a day uh event there's a lot of materials that will be delivered and so forth however we may be looking at trying to break it into three evening events 
so that uh, so that people can come after work, get part of it, you know, in, in smaller chunks. Right. But right. I prefer to do a weekend where people can come in. And so we're just working on the dates. And right now we're looking at some dates in January and possibly the first part of February. But as you mentioned, John is, uh, you know, formal. Uh, he was also a, a, a graduate of the U.S. Naval Academy and uh, United States Marine and 2nd Battalion Marine Infantry Platoon Commander. Uh, and so forth. And he has worked uh, exclusively or uh, extensively, I should say, with police departments, sheriff departments, um, the government itself uh, about the, you know, jihadi communist terrorism that exists inside the United States. And he's worked uh, with task force for the FBI and and so forth in understanding this threat and teaching these types of programs or this program. So, um, and that's also working with, you know, under this into action program, working with local patriot groups. Um, well, I hate sometimes to say patriot groups. It's a shame that you feel awkward saying the word, you know, the, the phrase patriot I know, groups. I know. It's, it's just, we're just Americans who care about our constitution, who care about our, our values and want to see that preserved throughout, you know, throughout uh, for our children and grandchildren. But anyway, um, so the idea of that uh, understanding the threat uh, into action class is, as I was mentioning, we've got to identify the roots of the corruption and then we've got to dismantle those hostile networks that are behind it. Um, and then once we do that, we can reestablish a, you know, a, a constitutional Republican form of government at our local level. But until you really understand that, um, you can't, you don't really have the strategies to focus in on accomplishing those things. So, sir, so what we've done, like with Take Back America, is really what I keep telling people. So that's the end of the beginning. <laughs> we've begun right, right, to yeah. put uh, right to wake some people up, to give them some tools, to show them how what we need to do. Everybody knows that. I think everybody says, you know, oh, of course we have to do it at the local level. But how do you do it? How do you really go in and more? specifically target and identify these hostile networks and dismantle them, right? Kind of a little bit like a, you know, a military operation, if you will, because the other side has been doing this and planning this for decades. Yes, they and have. You can look around your community and see that people, you know, right. that that's been happening. Look at, look at the stuff they're getting away with in our schools. Look at what the, our state is doing with the Oregon health authority. Look what they're doing with the schools, with the state board of education, Right, the teachers' union. How could any parent possibly sit there and say that that sexualization stuff that they're teaching in, the, in that classroom is acceptable? Why would a parent take their kid to some of these uh, drag queen shows that are going on? Right? Why? Yeah, why exactly. does a, a small group of parents ask me to come speak to a, a at a school board meeting? And I walk in and I spend, I got three minutes to talk. I spend 30 seconds talking to the school board and I turn around and look at the people and I go, there's 40 people in this room. 10 of you are clearly on the left, clearly very liberal because I can tell from your signs and your shirts, you've made it clear. So we got 30 people in this room. There's 30 parents in this room. There's 7,000 students in your school district. That's 14,000 parents. Where are they? Why do you need me to come here and talk? Why, why, why do you have 40 years? This room should be packed. It should be standing room only. There's the parking lot should be packed. Right. People should be That's lined right. up down the street. Yep. People need to wake up and care. These parents need to step up. They need to understand the threat that's happening and what this is going to do to their children and the generations to come and fight this thing. And so part of that understanding the threat is to really help people understand that we are in a war and that war is for the very soul of our country. And you're gonna, if you're in action, you might as well just lay down your arms, 
and resign yourself to the fact that the communists are going are taking over your life. As right. the World Economic right. Forum says, you'll have nothing and like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we won't like no. it because we've tasted freedom as Americans. So we, we've, we've got a little over a, a minute left. Um, friends, I want you to go to Don's website, his group's website called TakeBackAmericaCC.org. It's very important that you're a part of not only what they're doing in Clackamas County, but, you know, you can start a Take Back America chapter in your county that you can partner with them. They're already, Don's already out traveling across the state of Oregon has been and sharing with them the, the, the way that they were able to to engineer the takeover of the Republican Party with candidates who are the right candidates who understand constitutional liberty, constitutional republicanism. And then, so it's Take Back America CC.org. And then if you want to be a part of this into action class or these classes, go to understandingthethreat.com. It's all one word, understandingthethreat.com. And there you can click on uh, finding uh, one of the information on their various action classes. Uh, it's really easy to sign up for that and you can be a part of that. So, Don, just, just quickly in, in 20 seconds – Give us a summation of what you really want people to take away from this interview. I think the main message is we have to take back America. When we came up with the name uh, Take Back America, Clackamas County, obviously people have heard Take Back America. That's not like we invented the statement. But it, we chose those words very specific, specifically because taking back is an action right it's not simply a passive word that's you right. have to take that's it right. they're not going to hand it back to us amen and that's the thing folks we're don unfortunately we're at the end of our time thank you so much for your hard work and patriotism folks again go to take back understandingthethreat.com be blessed folks we'll be back thank you jeff appreciate you <laughs>